Welcome to the BLC Connection Podcast. I'm Brian Kell. I'm Karen Wilson. And I'm Michael Lawrence. Let's get connected. Welcome into the BLC Connection Podcast. Episode 6, I do believe. Karen Wilson. Nice to be here. Lawrence. Hello. We've got a show that's just chock full of information, so let's at least break down just a little bit what's in today's episode. Uh, Micah, a lot of stuff going on, and we're moving outdoors with more and more stuff uh, that's happening around the area. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, some of the things that's happening on Channel 6 and also kind of where all the Wi-Fi van's going and a bunch of events in July. Yeah, absolutely. And Karen, uh, you're going to be quizzing Micah and me on... Something called a gigamesh extender. I know. I'm learning lots of new techie words, gigamesh extender, and why we might need one. Good for maybe me and you to know a little bit of something about that, maybe, Micah, but I'm going to be relying on you. Uh, maybe just a little. <laughs> just a little. Uh, speaking of Micah, you got your bag of trivia ready to go for this episode? Absolutely. I think I got you stumped this time. Well, you had me stumped, but you had Karen that I think got both of them last time, so we'll see where we're going with that. And Karen, up next... We've got a dear friend of yours that's on tap to join us. Yes, yes, Gina Berry with Customer Service. She's the manager of Customer Service. Uh, Been doing that for about a year now or so. And uh, great information from Gina on all things customer service. So hang loose with us on this BLC Connection podcast as we slide Gina in. We thank you for joining us for the July edition of the BLC Connection podcast. We have got with us... Karen's already told us who's in here. So Gina Berry, who uh, the the correct title, if I get this right, Gina, Business Development and Customer Relations Manager. Welcome into the BLC Connection Podcast. Thank you so much. That's a big mouthful now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Gina, uh, I guess write that down and take notes and make sure that you've got that right every time you introduce yourself. Yeah, that's a long title there. Well, Gina, you don't have to tell me very much about yourself because we've known each other for a day or two, going back to probably kindergarten or so. But tell us a little bit about yourself and the highlights um, you've seen over the decades at Ben Loman Connect. Oh, the things I could tell. I have been here for 28 years. Uh, seems Just like Just as a baby when you started yeah, here, right? I was. Uh, you were fresh out of college, I to was. be fair. I was. So, so, And you're right behind me. Yes. Uh, Karen. So, yeah, I uh, started out uh, when Ben Loman started Ben Loman Communications. So they started their own ILD company. That's where I started at. So I kind of went from the ground up on that. And uh, have had some great rides. No internet when we first started. Uh, no class features. No caller ID. So now I feel really old <laughs> when we start talking about that. But uh, over the years, of course, with all of our uh, technology, we have grown so much. And what we do for our customers, it's hard to believe. I travel all over the United States, and we are one of the premier phone companies in the country. And our Members and customers do not realize how well they have it. We are the only one that's offering the gig gig right now, totally. And that's something that you mentioned that in the telecommunications world anywhere, in any state, and they're like, you're what? And and we're like, yeah. And we're in McMinnville and Sparta and Tracy City. So, you know, we're, we're really growing on that. So we've come a long way in the last 28 years. It's been a great ride. I hope to be here many more years, not 28, but many more. (laughs) Yeah, just going back, I'll chime in. Uh, You know, Gina helped me get my job at Ben Lohman, and we used to call 
people at night and ask if they would like a long-distance calling card. Those were the things. You could not go anywhere, travel, and call home if you didn't have that. And then, of course, you started reselling that um, for the company that we were with, and you've traveled all over the United States doing that. And then CLEC, which is Competitive Local Exchange Carrier, lots of milestones while you were here. Oh, yes. It has been, like I said, a ride. Uh, watching us grow the way we have is unreal. Um, I will say I love it. I've always loved it. Uh, you're right. We called people for calling cards. That was a big deal. And then the calling cards went away, and it's like, oh, no, now what are we going to do? And it just every year we keep getting more and more things to offer our customers. And with that, you know, like I said, the Gig Gig, our Gig Aspire, all the new products, it's so important that we as employees understand, but also to tell you as your as our customers what we can do for you it is a big thing. Um, Karen and I have, have went through a lot over the years as growing here, and um, I think it's something I'm very proud of. I was going to say I ran across some of those uh, when I was doing some archaeology digging down in the marketing area. I found those cards. I'm like, wow, these are pretty cool. <laughs> I hope you get, put your gloves on when you handled <laughs> them, so you didn't get your small you know, brush yes, and all right, that kind of right. stuff and everything. Good. We're recording this. Gosh, I guess you'd have to say or mid June, I guess. Uh, so uh, you're kind of fresh off last week of attending the TNBA conference. Uh, our industries, our state industries, uh, big conference of the year over in Franklin. Two years ago, I think the governor spoke at it. Cameron Sexton spoke this year. Yes. Um, it's a big deal. What What's some of the stuff that, that that's kind of bubbling out of being able to see all the different uh, telcos that are out there and the folks meeting together out in Franklin? What's the big stuff you're hearing out of that? So last week was that event, and uh, Cameron Sexton did speak. But one of the main things are, was more the stuff of grants, you know, that you hear we're getting now. They are bringing back down some more additional monies that's going to be coming from the government. It will actually be coming down to the state, and the state will be the one parsing it out to all the phone companies or anybody trying to get in the telecommunications and do that. So we really was listening on how you do that, talking to other phone companies, what were they thinking, where were they looking at, um, kind of what they're wanting to do with it, what areas would they want to go to. That, that was the biggest thing. Then we had breakout sessions talking about what's coming up. You know, what what's coming up in one to five years? What's coming? What do we need to be looking at? Um, how do we keep our customers? How do we provide what they're wanting? So we had a, we had great discussion among the uh, phone companies in Tennessee on what different ones were doing, what they were thinking about doing, or how we did things, and try to get more economy with scale, try to get more in line where we can help each other, and mostly help the citizens of Tennessee and uh, keep us in the forefront of technology across the U.S. I think Karen mentioned this, and, and I don't think we've mentioned it on this podcast, but when Greg kind of broke the news on this podcast of us going to the gig gig for fifty seven ninety five. Uh, and, and we talked about this and, and what a big deal that was. I'm so glad Karen kind of brought this up, is that whether you're going to a state function or a, or a national function, when you start mentioning that you're providing a gig gig for residential and business customers for 57 
the reaction you get is shocking when you tell people that. Oh yeah, they're like, "How do you do that?" Exactly. And and the other question is, why? Why did why did your company decide to do that? And my our biggest thing was, well, it's something we can offer, and why not give our customers the best we have? Well, yes, and and I think a big part of it is it's it's a gig, but that price point too. Um, you know, it's such a competitive rate. It it really changes the market as far as what people are having to pay for the higher tier of speeds. So that's probably pretty shocking, I guess, and innovative as far as other telcos go. Oh, yes. There is none within $20 of us. I mean, even for residential. Uh, I think the closest one's $22 higher than we are for a gig gig. And that's, they don't even offer it a lot. You know, it's, they really sell their lower speeds. I think, you know, as as the industry's changing, more people are streaming, more gaming, more all our different devices, cameras on security, uh, all of our, you know, turn your lights on, your thermostat, all of that stuff. You need that bandwidth. And to, for our customers to get the best experience, you know, we did that. And I think that has turned the corner for Ben Loman. And it gives our area something no one else in the state has for that price point. And I will say, you know, we, we interviewed Chad last week. He talked to us a lot about deployment of fiber. And you mentioned where you go next. Um, you know, certainly we are out to provide fiber to our territory first, to our Ben Loman customers. But then, as you mentioned, you also, most telcos are looking with grants to go out of their territory into places that most people cannot get these speeds. Uh, so that's a hot topic, I guess, as far as these grants go. Yes, that that's the big topic there. Of course, you're right. Here at Ben Loman, we want to get all of our regular area, our ILAC territory, totally fiber. And we are working hard to get that done. I know Chad was talking about that last week. But I know we are uh, looking also at the future. We've got to continue to grow. And if we can get monies that will help us, that helps all of us and our customers. Yeah, going outside our territory does make the cooperative stronger and helps helps the revenue and helps all the cooperative members and helps those customers in those areas that are desperate for some kind of quality broadband yes yeah Yeah. i know we went door knocking and they're they're (laughs) they're very eager for that so um gina you know if someone had told me back 20 years ago you were going to step into customer service i would have probably been in awe because you've been dealing with b2b or business to business uh long distance for a long time but you've stepped into the role of customer service manager how is customer service changing and and what do you look for in customer service employees Well, customer service is changing in a lot of ways. For one, for many years, it was just you come in, here's our service, didn't have a whole lot of choice, we got you taken care of, you go out. Now, I think customer service is more going out of our way to take care of the customer. They have choices to go other places. We're not the only one, so we have to go out of our way to, to take care of them, but also to sale, but when I say sale, it's it's to help the customer. So I always look, even when I was in sales, and I know, Karen, you've heard me say this, I'm not a salesperson, I'm more of a consulting person. We help the customer see what they need. You don't always know what you need until we can, we all talk. 
and see, do you have, what all are you using this for? Uh, do you need our new experience IQ? How can that help you? Do you have kids at home? Do you ha- need a protect IQ, which I think is something great. So our customer service now not only signs up, but they're also having to uh, educate our customers and look outside the box to take care of our customers. Um, we want our customers to have the best product available at the lowest price we can get it for them, uh, especially in the economy today. Everybody's looking to save money where they can. Um, so we're talking about them. We'll help them with streaming for TV instead of maybe going to save them money. Um, you know, we just want to take care of that customer. I think that's what customer service is really having to look for. And it's keeping them really busy trying to do all of those different things for our customers and be there for them uh, day and night, basically. We're talking with Gina Berry, Business Development and Customer Relations Manager here at Ben Lemon Connect. Gina, um, when it comes down to the customer service side or, or even on the billing, just any any thing that really touches the customer that, that we're working with, are there any new technologies or, or, or things that, that, that we're looking at or doing that are coming down the pipe to kind of help with customer service and, and all that? Yes, actually okay. there's several things we're looking at. We are looking at a, a new DocuSign where there's not as many paper. A lot of it can be done um, just on the iPad uh, for the customers. We're going to be doing some door door knocking. Well, that goes back old school again, but you know, that's school. that customer service touch. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be doing some residential door knocking in some of our areas uh, where the customer doesn't have to come in. Uh, we can actually go to them. They can do all the signing from the iPad. We can get them ready to get them installed. So that's going to be coming this summer. Uh, changing some stuff around on there, doing more training here with our uh, employees to get them, get them more up to date, more on what we're doing. So that that's a few of the things I've got coming up. Um, just be looking for us out and about in different areas. Um, this will be new, uh, and and it'll be some of our, our employees will actually even be doing it. And the evenings are on Saturdays. Uh, we're not going to get into uh, one of the pieces of technology that's coming down the pike for our residential customers. Uh, but w- without saying anything about that, which I think you know, we've kind of dressed up the uh, the upfront area uh, with uh, uh, with some different looks uh, that folks can kind of get their hands on uh, up front. You want to talk just a little bit about that without giving away the service that we're looking at, mm-hmm. at launching. Yeah. So right now up front we have it in where you can come in and look at our uh, camera systems Mm -hmm. and how you can log in and look if you're not at home. If you have our security camera automation, we have that. We have some of our streaming uh, services. Um, So we're we're putting stuff up so customers, when you come in, we can show you what all we can do. Uh, We have a Gigaspire that we show you what the router looks like. We uh, show you how to download our app. When you get it, um, I did that before I came back here earlier with the customer that came in that was going to get our service uh, in the city. So I think we're, we're really trying to be more hands-on to help customers. So automation, you know, it isn't always a bad thing, but when it comes down to real people versus uh, the phone or automation and stuff, who do you think is the most important as far as customer service goes? When you're dealing with customers, do you think the customer had prefer the automated thing or that, that real customer service person? I think they like the real person. Uh, for one thing, we're down home. We're here 
and we're listening to them. And a lot of times in automation, every time you push, push, push to get where you're going, you're mad if something's wrong or you're frustrated even if you're just trying to get our service. So I think, you know, if they get a live person when they call, they get sent to someone, I think that's something we have that a lot of companies don't anymore. And I think that's one thing Ben Loman has been really good about is keeping our friendly, down-home, easy-accessible uh, yeah, way of our, life. Our employees are just, you know, they they speak the language. I, I had an instance this morning where I was trying to call my cell phone provider and went through 20 minutes of trying to get a live body. Um, but even here we have our response center 24-7 that, that can take a call. Oh, yeah. So you can get Ben Loman anytime, any day, Christmas Day, Easter, you know, Thanksgiving. It doesn't matter all the time. You can get a hold of someone here. And, you know, we, uh, we've we had instances that, that customers have needed something, and we've even come in at night in our department for some reason. But the guys are always out helping. I think we have our customer service, whether it's when you come in, whether you call the CRC, whether it's the guys in doing the install, it's the guys putting in your computer routers or whatever, your phone systems. I think each employee at Ben Loman takes pride in our company, and we appreciate each of our customers. One, a couple of final things. One, we've spent so much time talking about the customer service side on residential you know, business is a big part of not only your background, but also your team uh, going out and doing doing work. Want to talk about what all the what all they've got going on? They're they're a busy bunch. Oh yeah, I always love to talk to my, about my business girls and guys. Uh, we have added a new person, so we now have a another person in our business group that y'all will see around. He sales engineer. He has been helping uh, Stevan and Rosa, which I know. If you know us much in business, you know Stevan and Rosa. Uh, he helps them with putting in uh, things, doing quotes. Really has helped us out and been able, made us able to sell even more. Um, if it wasn't for our te- whole team for business, whether it's it's Stevan and Rosa uh, selling systems, whether it's traditional, it's it's hosted, it's whatever we need along with Kyle doing a lot and all of our outside guys and Mike helping and, and Micah and Chris and everybody who managed IT. It takes us all to take care of each of your businesses, but we are here 24 hours a day for you. Uh, our guys will come out no matter what to get you back up and going, if at all possible. And uh, we appreciate our business customers more than they ever know and uh, take pride in taking care of them. Final question, two-parter. Tell us about young Karen Wilson, very young Karen Wilson, I think kindergarten Karen Wilson, and something about a fight and who won it. Well, let's go back to the chewing <laughs> well, gum incident. Okay. Right. So tell tell us about Rachel having to get peanut butter in the middle of the night to get chewing gum out of my hair. So um, Karen and I grew up together and would spend the night with each other. And my mom, Rachel, of course... Uh, she was over, and she went to sleep with chewing gum in her mouth and got it all in her hair. Uh, Gina okay. had the coolest little chewing ball gum machine, and it was a penny, and she knew how to even hack it and get the gum out without <laughs> yeah. putting a penny in it. And I'd never been exposed to that much chewing gum in my life, <laughs> and cool. I was, you know, not going to go to bed without a mouthful of gum. So It just ended up in the hair. Ended yeah. up in the old okay. hair. Yeah, we both had long blonde hair back then, so we, we got Well, thank goodness for Rachel and her peanut butter. <laughs> 
So there wasn't a fight. It was or no, a little scuffle. No. no? Okay. On the playground, we used to kind of, I don't know, we'd we'd love each other one day and fight the right. next, yeah. you know. So. We're kids, but hey, our brothers were best buddies. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. deal. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you so much for coming in uh, and uh, talking to us about very, very, very important things when it comes down to customer service and business development. Gina Berry, thank you for your service and uh, for your years before and today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This is the BLC Connection podcast, and it's time for our Connected Home segment. I'm Karen Wilson, and Micah and Brian are back to talk about a companion piece to the Gigaspire Blast router, the Gigamesh Extender. Welcome to the Giga Show, guys. Giga Giga. <laughs> it's the Gig Gig. Giga Gig. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. I know. And this isn't about frogs either. <laughs> no, so we've got lots of technology to talk about. I'm learning so much from you all about things. So let's go back an episode or so, probably two episodes yeah. ago, and talk about uh, the Gigaspire router um, and why a home might need this Giga Mesh to go with the router. So we would always encourage folks to go back and take a listen to a, to a former podcast. Like you said, Karen, this is probably two or three episodes back that you can get the full uh, information on a Gigaspire. But the Cliff Notes version of this uh, is the fact that this is a router uh, that we are using in our residential uh, uh, settings uh, that allows folks to be able to receive the full power of a synchronous gig connection for $57.95 from Ben Loman Connect. And what makes this probably, well, it is more unique than any other router that I know of. Micah, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know that we have ever had a router that you could build off of like this one, meaning these Giga Mesh extenders that we're going to be talking about today. So uh, this is this is something that is uh, was very exciting to folks at Ben Loman when we started finding out more and more about what this Gigaspire could do, uh, and this was one of the major components that we're going to be talking about today, which is the Giga Mesh unit. Yeah. So what is it, I guess, that makes homes need this type of a, an extender or this Giga Mesh uh, piece? I'll start, but then Micah's probably going to finish this one. But, uh, the, you know, you've got a lot of different – homes are not just cookie cutter. They're made of all types of different things, uh, from a log cabin to just a traditional, uh, you know, brick-and-mortar type type house. And then some people are one level, like mine, and then some people have four levels, like Karen. If it hurt, <laughs> no, I'm joking. But, but, I mean, multi-level homes, uh, it, it, there's a lot of stuff happening uh, to where people are, are building up quite a bit or out and uh and, and even micah in some cases uh they want to be able to reach uh to be able to connect even outside the home and this helps yeah so you know one of the biggest struggles we've had over the years when wireless you know became popular was you know we put this one wireless router in your house it could be either in the middle or it could be all the way on one side of the house and you, you didn't quite reach the other side or certain places in your home. And um, our, our only option was to kind of put another expensive router in the house, which I always tell customers two routers are a no-no because um, you can see a lot of uh, a lot of problems with that. So 
you know, we needed some type of device that allowed us to, you know, cover the entire house with Wi-Fi because, as we we know today, and you know, today is uh, a, a day that Apple announced a bunch of new devices and software and things like that. You know, people want to use their devices in all parts of their homes, and this allows us to cover that entire house. And like Brian said, sometimes outside the house, I know. I'm I'm a I'm a victim of wanting to listen and jam to music while I'm mowing, um, so I want to make sure I've got Wi-Fi out there to be able to <laughs> to download my music and and listen to it. So this is this is the best way to cover all areas of your home. So tell us, I guess, how the mesh technology works. So some of the terminology you might have heard before are um, repeaters or extenders. And then now you've got this new uh, technology called Mesh. So I guess let's let's explain each one so that we kind of better understand what's happening. So with a repeater and an extender, they're very similar. Um, you put them on the edge of where you know your main router can actually reach, and then it like like the word it extends it out further. So that way, you know, on the other side of the house, um, it it picks up. Your, it looks like you got full bars on your your device. This can be a little misleading. Um, I tell a lot of our customers, you do not want an extender or repeater, mainly because um, I'd love to be able to show a diagram of this, but imagine a, a wireless router um, being in the middle of a, a, a bullseye, right? A little dartboard. Every ring that you go out beyond that router, you actually have your bandwidth cut almost in half. Okay, so if let's say um, you know the around the, the close to the router you've got a hundred meg, and you know as you go out you get you know down to twenty five meg. If you get down to you know let's say five or ten meg, and then you stick a repeater, now you might have full bars on the other side of your house, but the fastest you can go is five megs, and so repeating a bad signal is. Not really a great experience. Uh, just, just a, as a question here, you used a hundred as as just a example, but with us offering a gig, does that at least help be able to push signal strength out? For even if you're cutting things in half, mm -hmm. that's got to help. It, it does. Uh, on the on the technical side of thing, it always depends. You you've got two bands that work off most modern day routers. You got two point four gigahertz and you got five gigahertz. Two point four has a limitation. Um, you know, like if you do um, what what I would call the the how it comes out of the box, it, it will only do up to like thirty megs, um, and then you know you can go up and get to about sixty or seventy. Five gigahertz side, you can obviously get a lot more than that. So previous to Wi-Fi six, which is what um, our Gigaspire is, you know, you could only get maybe max. 144 megs, you know, somewhere around there. So, yes, with Wi-Fi 6 and 5 gigahertz, you know, band being used, you can get more bandwidth out on those outer edges. However, it still is not that full quality experience that a lot of people, you know, desire that they want. So, most of the time repeaters and extenders are generally not a good idea. And also the other side of that, too, is they sometimes um, – broadcast a different wireless name and maybe sometimes a different password than what your original router is. So you've got to keep up with multiple names, multiple passwords throughout your house. Lots of people did not like that. So that's where the mesh technology came into play. So it does a couple of different things. One, it integrates with your main router using the same wireless names, same password. That way you can walk from one end of your house to the other and never lose connection. 
the other side of this is the meshing part of it, where every uh, mesh extender that you have and every wireless router that you have, they all communicate together to get you back to where you need to go to, which obviously would be the internet. Um, and it all works together depending upon where you are in the house. So it all integrates together and gives you that best experience possible. Okay. So Brian, tell us, I guess, about the affordability of this system versus buying your own mesh system for your home. I'll be honest with you. When I was, I was very shocked when, uh, uh, accounting, Jared saying, we'll give him a plug too. When they came back with this and they said, uh, tell you what, we're going to go with uh, $3 a month uh, for this Giga Mesh uh, extender. Um, that that was, uh, this is like Micah said, this is a nice piece of equipment to help push signal um, throughout your home or even trying to push it outside of your home. And uh, so, yeah, less than 10 cents a day. We, I mean, that's the very easy to remember on all these things that we seem to talk about, whether it's Protect IQ, Experience IQ, and now also with the GigaMesh unit is the fact that, that, that you can have one of these in your home uh, for, for less, than, less than 10 cents a day. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got the the Gigaspire router. That's what three dollars a day or yeah. three dollars a month. $3, sorry, three dollars yeah. a month. Mm-hmm. Then if you need an extender, this GigaMesh extender, then that's maybe six. Versus mm-hmm. going and spending a lot um, on your your router at this big box store plus multiple extenders. So it kind of, I mean. That's amazing, $6 a month if you need both. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of those things, I mean, Micah's dealt in routers. For, I mean, you can spend a lot of money on those, upfront money. Yeah, and if, if you look today, if you just you know go and search Google of, of what that would cost, a Wi-Fi 6 router um, that has two um, mesh units that go along with it, it's closer to probably, say, six or $700 just to, just to have that throughout your home. Great thing about the Gigaspire is, you know, we can add, you know, as many extenders as you need. Obviously, there there is kind of a, a limit there that you you don't want to do that. But the other big portion about our extenders that makes things great is when you mesh units together, um, you kind of lose an experience there, anyways, with you know still tapping off that um, that that main router that you're coming from. But what's great about our extenders is we can also wire them as well. And I'll tell any company, any residential person that if you can wire anything, you want to do that. That's that's the preferred way of doing that. So if you want to, you know, have it on the other side of the house, but you want to wire it too, it, it makes it for a whole lot better experience because you're getting the full potential of you know what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. So just to clarify that, you won't lose your Wi-Fi. You you have to wire mm-hmm. to get the best wireless. Th- that's right. So so you know you'll still have a great experience with the mesh, but if and and more what I'm talking about is people are like gamers. Um, you know normally gaming you don't really want to necessarily go wireless anyways, but sometimes I know there's not an option or some you know kids that have Xboxes and Playstations. You know they can't exactly get a cable to where their rooms are. So having having this together, it can make things so much better for their experience. But wired is always better than wireless. Mm-hmm. So apart from price, which that's awesome, but let's go into some of the other benefits as far as getting um, this from Ben Loman versus going out and trying to make it work yourself. Sure. So when you when you go out and you buy these these routers and mesh systems on your own, 
these manufacturers have tried their best to make it really easy and real simple for you to set up. But the problem with it is, is they're not taking into account, you know, security. They're not taking into account. Well, the the person that's setting it up doesn't understand the full networking potential of what you need. So you're just, you're setting it up right out of the box and that's what you get. But you don't realize, Hey, I've got a gig at my house. Uh, you know, you guys were talking earlier about Gina that, you know, most people don't know or have, you know, don't know that they can even get a gig. So having, having, you know, the equipment set up to support such speeds is not always default with these devices right out of the box. So uh, with getting it through Ben Loman, you're getting something we know we've tested, we've configured it properly. And then it also you have all these features that we've talked about previous podcasts of you know, the protect IQ, the experience IQ, you've got the ability to set up your own wireless names, your own wireless passwords. And it's just, you know, it's a few settings on your phone as opposed to having to download their software and not really sure what the terminology is and and how to set it. So uh, with Ben Loma, we've got full support capability through that. You're saying we can kind of do the thinking for you. Yeah. And be there for you 24-7, like you've said yeah, before, Yeah, I like that. I like that. So um, great information. Um, we're always, I guess, looking for solutions. It's a complicated world that we live in now, and everyone wants to stay connected. So Ben Lomond, it's been great to work for a company that is always providing solutions on how to keep us connected. So thank you both. Yeah, and real quick, uh, if you want to find out more information on this, please go to our website. Uh, and just type in the search uh, engine at the very top, Ben Lumen Home. Click on the page, and it's all there for you. A couple of videos as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, and plenty of live bodies here, as Gina said, to answer any in-depth questions that you may have. So now we're back with uh, Connect with BLC. Karen, uh, we know a lot of people watch Channel 6. We know there's a lot of content out there. What's uh, what's some of our staple shows that a lot of people are tuning in to, to today? Well, you know, with, with summer and the end, thank goodness, of, of lockdown, I will say Amen. that uh, things are kicking back up with events. So in Table Talk, we talk about a lot of events coming up and just pertinent things. Of course, Soul of Warren County has always been great. Love working with Mickey Gwynn on that show. And then who doesn't love a movie? We've had Dave and Susie on for years doing reels to rentals talking to us about all the different uh, movies that are available to rent these days so lots of great content on channel six and i think that uh with solo warren county and table talk they can find archived episodes as well tell them about that yeah we have uh, started putting those on youtube so if you want to go back and watch last year's fair pageants or older episodes of things, especially Mickey's show with the soul. They are all loaded on the Ben Loman Connect YouTube page. If you'll just do a search, it should come up and you can go to the playlist and they'll all be there for you. Great, Karen. So we, we also know that the Wi-Fi van is moving about uh, throughout the summertime. Where where can we expect it here or here soon? Well, the big place coming up is the Monteagle Mountain Market. Uh, that's a fun thing that I believe it's its second year uh, having that. And just a great big craft fair. And Monteagle is a beautiful place to go uh, visit. Lots of neat stores and things. And then, of course, they're going to bring in all these vendors. It'll be a great place to spend the weekend. And you'll get free Wi-Fi there with the van. That sounds awesome. Brian, what kind of events can we 
you know, see around our service area in July. Okay. Well, uh, by the time this airs, there will already have been a couple of events that have taken place in which Ben Loman played a part uh, when it comes down to being connected. Uh, Relay for Life uh, just wrapped up uh, another event in Warren County downtown. And also, probably by the time this airs, it'll be right close to it, uh, 4th of July in, in downtown McMinnville. Uh, in all those cases, anytime you're in downtown McMinnville, uh, take a trip on uh, on uh, the free Wi-Fi there provided by the city of McMinnville. And I think we've said before, generated by Ben Loman Connect. So uh, that is always there for folks uh, around the clock there in downtown McMinnville. However, something else that is uh, also a very big deal, and that is Main Street Live also in McMinnville, uh, not only because they have averaged, I think, before COVID, around 1,500 folks that show up for that with highs in attendance of 3,000 folks at times mm-hmm. they've shown up for that. Lots of folks. Wow. But something, Micah, you were involved with is free Wi-Fi at those concerts that take place throughout the month of June and throughout the month of July. Uh, last year we did it for the first time, and you and your bunch were a part of getting that set up, and it, it was a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we got it to where we can flood the whole kind of grassy area with Wi-Fi and also kind of where some vendors set up. So that way if you want to take a picture or two and put it up on your Facebook or Snapchat or any of those social medias, yeah. you can uh, you can do that with ease. In the month of July, they've got, I think, Motown going on, 80-something. Me and Karen definitely lived. And uh, and just all kinds of different types. I think Beatles, uh, Abbey, Abbey Road, I think, is there. I think that's what they uh And they're doing Beatles stuff. So lots of different concerts of different varieties. To get the complete list, go to MainStreetMcMinnville.org. I know, and we love it when those vendors have uh, that slide capability of that that card versus having to take cash yes. to the event. So the Wi-Fi is awesome for the vendors too. Great, I got. I think I've got you guys stumped this it's time. It's Micah's bag of trivia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. You ready? Yeah. What is a pleb? Sounds scientific. It does. I'm thinking like a something like on a a, a blob on a spaceship that's gonna like infect wow. the entire spaceship. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I you go took, deep, Brian. Yeah, you did go really deep. Um, a pleb. A pleb is a a a, a, a parasite. I don't know. <laughs> no, neither close. one of us. Okay. <laughs> so, what's interesting about this? It's short for plebeian. Okay, I don't think our youth actually use it as such. But what's interesting is it's actually an older word. Um, it was uh, to used to describe ancient Rome's lowest class. In other words, excluding slaves. But it was it was meant to kind of say that they're of a. Plebeians, I remember yeah, but, studying yeah. that. And oh, so it's, I should and, have known and that. And so the way they use it today is of someone of lower mental capacity, as in like a moron. Okay. So okay. I've, I've heard that word being used uh, two or three times, but I thought that was interesting to, to see the history of that word. So. It is. Some professors sitting out there listening to our voices thinking, how could you not know what a yeah, pleb is? I, I mean, good grief. Yep. So, so that's what people have been calling me, and I've just not known it. I thought it was right. a term of endearment, but clearly I'm... Well, yeah. I thought you would pick Dang. up on that, Brian. No, Sorry. That's kind of rude. I thought I would. Were... Yeah, Brian's a real pleb. Yeah. You got another one? I do. I do okay. have another one. It is cap. Gosh, we gotta use, use that. It. You got to use it yeah. sometime. But... I mean, uh, because we know what a cap is. Okay. I'll, a cap. I'll give an example. It says, 
Uh, stop capping, bro. <laughs> For real, ask her out. Wait, just say that sentence again. No, I'm not. No, come that. on, do it again. Do it again. Stop capping, bro. <laughs> capping. So uh, stop like maxing yourself out. You could do big things. You you got this. Stop. Uh, stop. Stop uh, shouting at me. Like quit. Quit. Uh, oh, you know, like firing firing stuff off at me. Stop capping. Like capital letters, like you scream at somebody. Okay. That's no, a good thought. Nope. No? Not even close okay. on any of it. Okay. So basically another word for lying. It can be used like no cap or you can say stop capping. Lying. I am like going to, I'm just wondering how I'm going to keep up with the world these days. <laughs> I I can't do this. My mind is just blown by all these new words. That's, that's because I'm giving you these words. So that way you'll know when people are talking to you, be like, hey, I know what that means. I know. Stop capping, stop, bro. Stop capping, bro. I feel like a pleb. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Micah. All right. You're welcome. Until next time. Well, we can't, we don't have a, a good batting average this time. That's no. for sure. We're going to take Micah's bag of tricks and hide it. For trivia, <laughs> trivia, bag of trivia. Thanks, Micah. Thanks. Well, we have wrapped up another BLC Connection podcast. And in case you are wondering, hey, what if we want to ask a question to Karen, Micah, and Brian? Well, you can do that by reaching out to us by email at blcpodcast at benloman.net. You can also message us through Instagram or through Facebook or through Twitter, any of our accounts that way, uh, even LinkedIn. Uh, so there's a couple to a few different ways that you can reach out to us. Uh, on those platforms. And then if you're just listening to this, maybe on the website, because we provide the link to it when it comes out and you're not sure, maybe some of the other places that you can catch it at. If you can go to Spotify, then you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple podcast, also Google podcast, Amazon, audible, iHeartRadio, and many others that, uh, that are out there that people use to, uh, to get their podcast. Karen, the many episodes are getting listened to lots of great guests. Give us a little tease. Who's on the next mini episode of the BLC Connection podcast? Well, we're going to go inside the Tennessee Robotics Center with Executive Director Larry Flatt. They have a lot of interesting things that go on there. That's a hot place to uh, attend school now. So that that's my next one. That's a good one. And Micah, tell us about the next full episode of the BLC Connection podcast. You've pulled in some folks. That's right. I, I'm, I've twisted some arms to... Uh, get a couple guys from network operations um you know it's kind of a, a department that not a lot of customers hear about but want to kind of dive into what these outside guys do for network operations it's going to be interesting and also maybe what they do not only during regular business hours but after hours that's well. right that's right more to come on that in the next episode of the blc connection podcast karen thank you Thank you. Micah, thank you. Thank you. Also want to thank Gina Berry for coming on and, and being on the podcast with us. And thanks to you all out there that are listening to this. And uh, stay safe. And most importantly, stay connected.